0: Welcome to the Zero Fucks Podcast, the raw and unfiltered account of the journey to create your diet culture-free dream life and start living the authentic and unapologetic life you deserve from two girls who actually did it. Each week, Don Michaela, the founder of the Mindful Eating Revolution, and Lonnie Mitchell, founder of the Weightless Warrior Academy, are bringing you guests, thoughts, and hot topics to help you bust through the limiting beliefs that have been holding you back and shed the emotional weight that has been holding you down. We're pulling back the curtain on how to reconnect yourself, body, mind, heart, and soul, take your power back, and free yourself from fear and self-judgment. Get ready to unapologetically follow your bliss every single day, giving zero fucks about what other people think. Are you with us? Here we go.
1: What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Zero Fucks podcast with myself, Lonnie, and the lovely Dawn. I hope you had a freaking amazing Christmas, holiday, whatever it is that you celebrate. We're just coming out of Christmas now. And it's so easy to get wrapped up in, you know, do I have enough gifts for everyone? Will they like it? And making sure that everyone feels included and wanted and you're spending enough time at each other's families and all the baking and cooking and everything. It's easy to get wrapped up in the stress. And I feel like we do this every year and we forget about what the holidays actually entail and what it's about and we often have so much division as well and we can feel even overwhelmed from our families and want some of the separation which is the opposite of what this whole season is about. So, in this episode we're going to be getting into how to focus back on the magic of the holidays and focusing on what's truly important so you can get out of that stress state and get more into a state of love and abundance and joy. So, I'm going to throw this over to Don right away. Don, start us off. What are your your initial thoughts on this?
0: Um well, I mean my initial thoughts on it is I've even noticed just in myself um, the last few years becoming less and less excited for the holidays that, you know, I've been just getting, I just find that I find myself falling into the stress, you know, what you were just talking about, Of do I have enough gifts? And this year was really an incredible reflection of this was one of the first times that I really sat with myself and like, why am I having such a hard time? getting excited about this. Why am I having such a hard time with this? And as I meditated, it was like, it's because I'm missing that true magic of it. I'm missing the sacredness of this time. We're all just running around like chickens with our head cut off, trying to get our shopping list. I was like, I'm craving stillness. I'm craving peace. I'm craving just sitting around a fire with my family, making memories with no agenda, no no presence. Like I just, I I was really craving. I was really noticing like I'm missing the stillness and and the peace um, of this time. And especially right now, you know, with, with all the division, with all the fear and the grief and the loss that is just rippling around the world. um, I feel like we all, whether we're acknowledging it to ourselves or not, are craving that we're craving getting back to love we're craving some kind of unity and you know like all those like christmas songs those holiday songs like they're talking about like peace on earth they're talking about unity between men um between humanity and that's something we're so sorely missing right now and so that's just my initial feeling of it of it's like i've been noticing this year of craving a deeper meaning to this time and remembering back to more simple times and just like, wow, I really want to get back to that and stripping back all the, the presence and the running around and just really wanting to, to just be with my family. Cause you know, with COVID it's been hard to be
1: with our families. Yeah. And, um, even if it's just a zoom call, you guys, yeah. Having like a little zoom party and oftentimes like that's part of the stress of driving around everywhere. Right. So even if you can't do that with COVID and everything having just a zoom party where it even takes that pressure off of driving around and you get to see everyone and be in your cozy pajamas I really have the urge now to get into a onesie (laughs) (laughs) but let me ask you this what is and there's a point to this question what's your favorite memory of Christmas or the holidays when you were a kid actually freaking love that you just asked this question um
0: because this is the first year since we stopped doing it when i was a kid that i brought it back and so when i was i was raised with kind of a different version of of christmas my mom is um much more kind of she's always been a little bit more of like the kind of pagan earthy kind of religion so she raised Mm -hmm. us with more of like the winter solstice you know so we still did Christmas but um just not so rooted into the Christian version of, of it and so mm-hmm. one of the things that we would do um like every night for 12 the 12 nights before Christmas is we would do Advent and it's just this little ceremony of lighting a candle you know for all of these for for the rocks for the trees for the animals for the people for all the life that, is, that. is is here on earth and you know, really cultivating that spirit of like there is there is that sacred light within all things, and it's that light that we're celebrating at this time of darkness. And so is this, and every night we'd place a different thing on the altar and light a candle and have this moment of just stillness and meditation and gratitude for the connection of all life. And when I went off to college, I stopped doing that, and I really fell into just like. I lost the sacredness of Christmas. I lost the Mm -hmm. true magic of it. And it did become just about presents. And this year I was like, why have I become indifferent about Christmas? (laughs) Like what changed that I'm not excited for this. And it was like, it's those things. It's the intention that I'm missing. So this year was the first year I brought Advent back and I, you know, started practicing Advent, like just for myself. I shared it with some of my friends, but it was like, this is for me like I'm bringing this back for me, that, that practice of lighting the candle and tuning into peace every night and thinking about all living things wrapped around together. And that we're all in this together that that's brought me incredible peace. So that was one of my favorite parts about Christmas as a kid. And, and yet it had had
1: absolutely nothing to do with a gift. Nope.
0: It was all about the, it was about the intention. It was the setting space and Every night, getting together with my family, turning the lights off, singing a song together, lighting a candle, placing something on the altar and having a moment of reverence and gratitude. Like, Mm -hmm. and that's what I was missing. I I, I lost the soul of Christmas. And I think that's why it stopped meaning something to me as like, and this year was like my mission to reclaim the soul of Christmas (laughs) for myself. And now, how are you feeling after you've been doing that? I I feel good. You know, it feels good for me. I mean, I am still, I still have a couple um, you know, I could seriously riff on this like all all day, but like, I'm noticing that I'm, I'm still struggling with, you know, the idea of, you know, COVID Christmas, like to me, like I'm struggling with that. I think a lot of people are struggling with this. And so if I can just share with you guys, one of the things that's been helping me with this is I'm really frustrated (laughs) that we're going to have another covid christmas that it's going to be zoom that if my family does come over we're going to have to be socially distanced in the living room and it's just like i'm angry about that like whether no matter what side you're on i think everyone is like this sucks this isn't the christmas we want i want to be with my family i want to hug people yeah. so it's like regardless of how you feel it's like this is this this hurts to mm-hmm. not be able to do that kind of christmas and the other day i was feeling that I was actually crying. I was telling my mom, like, I almost don't even want to do Christmas. Like, what's the point? (laughs) If it's going to be like this, I don't, don't even want to experience Christmas like this. Like, This is horrible. And she was like, the reason why you're hurting so much is because of how deeply you're craving the love. And she's like, the pain you're feeling right now is that you don't feel like you're going to be able to get the love in the way that you want it to. Like you're feeling the absence mm-hmm. of that. So she's like, instead of focusing on all the things we won't be able to do, focus on the love that we're all still here. We're still alive. We're still breathing. And we at least get to have a zoom call and I still love you and like tap into the love that is not about being there to exchange presents and eat cookies, like tap into the love that is there on every day, not just Christmas, like, and then it is there for you. And that reminding me of that helped alleviate that bitterness of going into the holidays of like, I'm not going to be able to have that Christmas. It's like, but I still have the
1: love. I think it's important though, too because remember we talked about toxic positivity. Mm -hmm. And so I love that your mom talked you through it. And like, how do you shift on like, what you do still have and the love that you can still have during this season I think that's so important to do but it's also important to recognize and honor your feelings of yeah this feels like shit it's not fair it sucks and have that bitter moment have that angry moment have the cry if you need to and so honor that emotion don't just try to like shove it away or push it away and flip it with positive thoughts like allow yourself to feel it. give yourself you know at time, even if you need to have like, Hey, tonight, I'm going to just feel like crap about this. I'm going to allow myself to do that. And then the next day, okay, now we can't change that. So now let's focus on how can we still enjoy this because shit is going to happen in life. You're not going to get to experience things always the way that you want to. So that's why having that mindset and those tools are so important so that you can still create joy and feel happiness and create happiness out of anything even if it is a shitty situation and there's so many stories out there you guys where the circumstances have been dire and yet people still manage to put a smile on their face and find something to be grateful for and some kind of way to show love right like even with your family, like I don't know how far apart they live. I think you guys are a couple hours and stuff. But, you know, if it was a thing where you and your guy decided to have a day of it where you go look at Christmas lights and you drive over to their house and like drop off cookies or something, like doing something even small like that. Although, if that's illegal, don't do it. I'm not trying to get anyone in trouble. But <laughs> just different ways that you can show love. Like there is an abundance of ways for love to be. In this world. And so it doesn't always have to look a certain way. Well, I think
0: you brought up a really good point. And then I want to ask you a question um, of like really what we're doing at this time in Christmas and New Year's is like we're celebrating love, right? We're mm-hmm. celebrating the love we have for our loved ones, our family, our friends coming together. And I feel like almost the, the holidays and Christmas has gotten kind of um, like. like pegboard or pigeonholed of it's like during this time, the only way to show love is through food and gifts. Mm -hmm. And I think this is an incredible opportunity suck as it may that we're, you know, still dealing with this. Think of it, like turn it around in your mind of like, this is an opportunity to get really creative with. love. Yes. Get outside of the box. Yeah. Of like, okay, I have to, I have to figure out how to show love in a completely different way. And no, it's not traditional no it's not the way I've done it before but I'm not gonna spend Christmas disconnected from love and just pouting in a corner like fuck that like I'm gonna connect to love somehow so how can I get creative how can I do this in a way that doesn't come from a store you know like and and how can you do that so just throwing the gauntlet challenging everybody like even though Christmas is over we're we're still kind of in the holiday season and um, so if you're struggling with that, like just open open your mind and be like, how can I be more creative? You know that the
1: TikTok trend where it's Rihanna talking. And someone's asking her, like, what do you do on the days where, like, you just don't feel like a badass? And you just, you know, you don't want to show up. She's like, uh, pretend. Like, the only other option is to, you know, cry myself to sleep. And who wants to do that? And everyone's loving doing this trend where you show up like bare face and then you go, like, full-on glam. Well, guess the fuck what? Start doing that in real life. Stop living on TikTok. Fucking do that in real life. Do what Dawn just said. Like, we're talking about finding new ways to show love for yourself, for loved ones. So like, just (laughs) these trends are fun, you guys, but try implementing it in real life. Okay. So don't just sit and pout in the corner, do something that's going to make you feel good, get creative.
0: So I wanted to ask you like, from your perspective of, you know, that you're still very much dealing with the grief of the loss of, you know, a loved one during the holidays. So for you, What's the holidays like for you now? How do you hold on to the magic of Christmas Mm -hmm. and still celebrate from a place of love, even though, you know, a huge person in your life is no longer there? Like, how do you navigate grief and still hold on to magic?
1: Um, I think it, it takes some time. So for those of you who don't know, my dad passed away unexpectedly almost eight years ago. Um, and Mm. there's (laughs) the only thing I can say is we're fighting for justice (laughs) legally. I can't really say anything else. Um, and so I don't think I'm even supposed to say that, but I mean, if you look it up, you can see it. So, but it, so people say, oh my God, it's been almost eight years. Get over it. But one, um, excuse you, like grief has no time. And two, you don't just like get over person and three, when you're, Going through something like this, which obviously I can't talk about right now, I will when I can. Um, it, it prolongs the healing a lot, um, especially when you have to relive things. And I did end up developing PTSD from it, which, you know, thankfully I've, I've learned how to work through a lot of that. But for the first probably five years, we barely acknowledged it. Like we just ignored it completely the first year. Like it was just another day. Um, pretty much the second year. And then like slowly we started acknowledging it more. Um, and then I remember actually I pretty much lost a friend over this because I wasn't able to get over it. And that's something of mine. I held on to a grudge and I didn't talk about it. And so that's my fault. Um, but there was this friend who she was struggling with her family and her family was kind of treating her like crap. And like, well, we're not going to see you for Christmas. So she wanted everyone to come over and she sent out this text message and I was with her when she sent it. And she's like, Oh, it, saying, you can't wait to come over and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. And meanwhile, I'm still dealing with my grief. Right. And they didn't ask me how I was feeling at all. Um, and I didn't want to put it on them. And so she texted me the night before Christmas, and this was like the first year we started actually celebrating, and we started putting up lights and just little decorations. Um, and one of my favorite Christmas traditions was I would always go Christmas tree shopping with my dad. So driving around and seeing the trees like gutted me year after year for the longest time. Um, and again, you guys, that has nothing to do with gifts, like. <laughs> I got some pretty awesome gifts when I was younger. Somehow my parents made it work, even though like we were piss broke. Um, like when we first came over, cause you know, my parents are immigrants and they came over with practically nothing and they worked their asses off. But so even though I had some awesome gifts, you know, and like a Pocahontas tent and um, like the, you know, in the stores, like you could get those disney cups and plates and stuff and so i remember getting some of those too but my favorite memories they were about just being together as a family and like walking around the town and the shops would open and have free hot cocoa or free cookies or meatballs like there was a meatball place and you know even painting pine cones that was an awesome memory of mine too um and now i'm going on a tangent so let me (laughs) divert back but uh Yeah, this friend texted me the night before Christmas. And this was the first Christmas we were really going to celebrate again. Um, And she's like, hey, you still coming over. I'm like, we are going to celebrate this year. If you need me to be there, I will be there. And she's like, okay. So I come over. It's just her, her other friend who randomly decided she didn't like me anymore. And was being an absolute jerk to me. So it was very uncomfortable for me. And my friend knew this. And then she's like, oh, yeah, my parents came over last night. And I got so pissed. Cause I'm like, you got what you wanted. And yet you still took time away from me and my family to spend this when we're going, you know, through this like difficult time and actually celebrating Christmas for the first time. So I, uh, it's not good of me, you guys, I'm calling myself out on it, but I never really got over that. And the more and more I just ask like kind of selfish behavior. And I'm like, I know for this. She's a very nice girl. Don't get me wrong. And she's very giving as well, but it was just certain things like that. And I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Um. So yeah, since then though, we've slowly got back into other traditions, like going down candy cane lane. That's something we would do as a family where it's like three or four streets of houses that have all these lights up and they're just, it's so crazy. Like some of these houses go balls the wall. <laughs> and have music with it one house is playing a movie outside on a projector this year Um, so we've slowly gotten into those traditions and you know we honor my dad and and we think of him and we still say Merry Christmas to him and we still get each other here's the thing we started focusing more on the experiences rather than the gifts. We kind of just had this thing where we're not doing gifts. But my mother, her fucking love language is gift giving, okay? So then she'll like, "No, we're not doing gifts." But it's the 15th and here you go, here's a gift for yourself. She doesn't talk like that. She has a lovely voice, but I'm just irritated at the fact that she'll say we're not doing gifts and so then she gives me a fucking gift. So I actually went to the store <laughs> and got her a gift this year because I'm like, I'm not you got me all this shit I'm not gonna like not get you something but I thought we weren't doing this so yeah there's that but really for us it's about you guys no matter what your differences are like my family's very close I'm lucky but I know there's a lot of families where you know maybe the mom is overbearing and always tells you how to be maybe your aunt or uncle is super religious or uptight or super political and you don't have the same views and you just it's hard to be around your family at the end of the day though how do you feel if they die tomorrow in a car accident and so like my family we've had like little tiffs even coming up to the holidays and I just have to remind myself do I want to spend Christmas angry you know it's about having that love because you don't know when someone's gonna fucking die yeah so it's I, mean, <laughs> I don't mean to put a damper on it but no, it's, it's the hard truth
0: no and I think this is what kind of this time when we really get down to the nitty-gritty of it I think one of the key words for like getting back into the magic of Christmas is forgiveness yeah that like in order to really tap into the, the magic of this time, like you have to let those grudges go. You have to let go of all that anger you've been holding towards that person in your family who disagrees with you politically or who you feel said something rude to you before. Like that, th- to me, that is the magic of this time. It's like, let it go. This is the time to let all of that go. And it's like, it doesn't matter anymore. We're getting back to the love because this is your family. At the end of the day, these are the people that you love. These are the people that when shit hits the fan and your life falls apart, these are going to be the people who come pick you up.
1: But let's make sure those actually are the people because you and I have talked about this before as well. Family is a special word just because someone is blood related to you does not mean that they are family. Either. Well, let me switch
0: the word to tribe then. Like your tribe, whether it's, well, like,
1: that may not be politically whether correct. It's,
0: <laughs> whether it's No, like, no, I'm, I'm saying like, whether it's blood tribe, like your, your tribe, your people, yeah. you get to decide who's in that tribe. Like whether there's blood people, blood family in there, non-blood family, you get to kick people out of your yeah. tribe if you're like done. So the people in your tribe who like, you might have differences, you might squabble, but these are essentially the people, this is your core. This is your strength. Mm -hmm. These are the people that keep you going. So, you know, and that's been a big thing for me this year of letting go of, um, letting go of my frustration, letting go of my, you know, resentment towards certain situations that happened in my family this year, um, that were leading me to be like, I don't even want Christmas this year. I don't even want to be in a room with you know somebody in my family right now. And I mean, like, is that really the energy I want to carry through yeah. this?
1: And ask yourself too, like, how is this serving me? And how is this hurting me? And usually you're going to end up with a lot more on the list of how this is hurting you.
0: Right. And that's what I think was so powerful about what my my mom said is she was like, don't let like your pain, like, I, I get that you're in pain. I get this hurts, but don't let the pain keep you from letting the love in. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be able to hold those both. And so even if you're in pain this year, even if you're grieving, even if you lost someone, even if you can't be with your family because of COVID, even if there's massive division happening in your family right now, find some way to connect with the love that, that a love that goes beyond that, that is deeper and bigger than politics. It's deeper than religion that like, it is, it's really, truly the bonds of love. And I think especially right now with the state of the world where it's so easy to argue with people, it's so easy to have your defenses go up. Like everyone is to that point. So I think almost this year celebrating the holidays and everybody getting in a practice of like, just get back to the love, like just have some respect for your Fellow humans, like I think that's the biggest Christmas gift we could give you, give ourselves right now. their biggest holiday gift we could and give grace. ourselves is just grace. Yeah. Have some freaking forgiveness. Like, let this go. We're all struggling. We're all doing our best. Let's just take a breath
1: and have do, a what do what you can. Do what you can, and let that be enough. Yeah. Like, and especially I mean, with grief, like we would take small steps every single year. Right. And then we just let that be enough and be like, okay, yep. we made it a step forward this year.
0: Yeah, we did what we could. And I think that's a great place to wrap up. And so I think the, what I want to leave people with is I was watching the Grinch Who Stole Christmas the other day. Um, and that's another one of my favorite holiday traditions, like watching movies with like hot cocoa or eggnog. Like that doesn't require gifts, like curling up
1: with a blanket or coffee and, and Bailey's yeah. <laughs> that works.
0: I put rum in my Nogs so of rum and kalua with cinnamon. Oh, you know, oh my nogs. God. That sounds amazing. So good. So, um, but anyway, so we were watching The Grinch and it gets to that. It's like the very end. And he, I forget exactly what he says, but you know, he, even though he stole Christmas, he stole all the lights, all the trees, all the presents. Christmas morning comes and the who's still sing. And they're mm-hmm. still down there singing. And he's just like, what? Like Christmas came anyway, like without bows and boxes and bags. And like, how did Christmas still come with all this? And that's when he starts crying. He's like, perhaps Christmas means so much more. And that, that really hit me this year. Like in a way that I don't, in other years, I don't think I'd really latched on that much of it's like, you know what? It's, there's such a good lesson in this movie that it's like, take away all the, all the commercialism of Christmas and Christmas. Yeah still comes and there's still a reason to sing to join hands with your family and sing in gratitude you know that and nobody can take that away from you
1: i love that absolutely love it and i feel like this is like almost it's kind of weird now to say this with all the loving that we just talked about but until next time dawn save your folks from medical shit <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for spending this time with us on the zero Fox podcast. We had an absolute blast and we hope you did too. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone in your life who you feel needs to hear it, that would be amazing. And we would be forever grateful to you. Also, please leave us a review. If you feel moved to do so, we love hearing from you guys. So shoot us a message and tell us what you think, share your story and what topics you would like to hear us bring to the table. It would really help us on our mission to help you. We'll see you guys next episode, and until then, remember, go out there, live boldly, unapologetically, and save your fucks for magical shit.